What's up, guys? This is episode 17 of Talking It Myself. Kind of wild when you think about it. This is episode 17. I've been doing this straight for 17 weeks in a row. It really has gone by fast. And, well, this is just another episode as time goes on. Of course, more will be released that nobody will watch. That's why the podcast is called Talking At Myself. This week has been uh, slower for me. Uh, my commitment to double upload in December, doubling the amount of uploads I do in the month, has been a good experiment. I am basically exploring what I'm able to do within my own creative abilities at the moment. So I'm, again, missing uploads, unfortunately. I missed my Wednesday video, and that was not for lack of trying, but the fact is I didn't even start my Wednesday video. I was so on the edge of everything I'm trying to do. Like I'm trying to get my shorts out for the day on the day they're going up. And I'm sitting there at like 7.30 p.m. Like I kind of need to get this uploaded. Uh, I did have a very unfortunate thing happen this week where I take medicine and there's medicine that makes it so you are drowsy or makes it does, doesn't really have an effect. And then there's medicine that makes it so you aren't drowsy. The opposite effect. And then at night I took the wrong the wrong ones i was basically i was so tired that i just didn't register the difference nothing bad happened apart from that i was so um i just couldn't sleep so i literally went a night without sleep once i realized it i was sitting in bed watching youtube um, sometimes when I find it hard to sleep, I sit there watching YouTube. I know that's the the opposite of what you're supposed to do, right? But I can't just sit there in bed and think that's nonsense. Because usually I watch a few YouTube videos and then I kind of feel tired enough to where, okay, I know I can fall asleep right once I stop watching this. But I didn't have that feeling. And I just watched YouTube video after YouTube video. And then I saw the time and I was thinking to myself, why am I not tired? I was sitting there in bed at like 11.30 p.m. And I was thinking to myself, man, I really feel like making a video right now. I was baffled as to why I felt like making a video. You know, because usually by that time I'm so tired that I just want to go to sleep. I felt like making a video and then I realized, oh, that, yeah, wrong medicine. Instead of sleeping, I committed to the not going to get any sleep by just drinking a lot of caffeine and I edited YouTube shorts literally all night. I was able to do that because I batch film, batch edit. It's more efficient if you're able to get ahead. Basically, with that method, if you're able to get ahead, you save time overall. But in this case, if I'm not ahead, it kind of is to the detriment of what you're trying to do because you're spending more time on all these different videos when you're not going to put these videos out for a few days. That's the workflow that's most efficient normally but not this time when I'm trying to do so many videos. I edited all those videos. It sounds like I should be ahead when I spend an entire night doing that. But no, I did. I finished maybe like five shorts to completion. Then there's another like eight that I needed to film something to go along with what I'm talking about as the next step. So basically how I edit my videos, the short videos anyway, is I use finder tags, a bunch of tags, and I'll put a tag if the next thing I need to film for it is talking to the camera with the camera facing me, or the next thing I need to film is with the camera facing straight downwards, I'll have a different tag for that. So I can basically look at the Finder folder in YouTube and see what I need to do next roughly right away. And then I'll have one for film B-roll, edit. Once I edit a short to where it's gonna be completely done and the next thing I need to do for it is film something, I just basically put that short down and then edit another short and then accumulate a bunch of shorts that need something filmed like B-roll to go along with them and then do all of that at once and then edit that at once and basically I'm able to crack out shorts. I edited it all night 
didn't get all that far ahead with that, but it's it's still just building, 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 doing, doing, doing. I'm getting to a point now where I can't wait for the double upload December to be done because that means I'll be able to relax a little bit because I'm at a point now where I'm doing a work uh, a workload that is not sustainable. I'm basically getting up, working, filming, editing on these shorts or videos, and then going to sleep. That's not sustainable seven days a week forever. I probably would have made my Wednesday video just fine had I not gotten that no sleep day because that threw me off. I was so tired that if I were to try to film anything, it would be the most boring possible crap because I would have no way to form words with 24 hours without sleep. But I'm working on a lot of projects. Anyway, enough with me. Let's do the community posts of the week. There's going to be a little bit less this episode because I'm actually filming this ahead versus 6 p.m. on the day it's supposed to go up. This will be another way to relieve this stress and try to get things ahead. I like to be ahead on things, man. That means I can be more relaxed, and when I'm more relaxed, I can actually get more done. So it's kind of counterintuitive, but if you figure out a way to get ahead in the stuff you're doing, like a few days ahead, you can get more done, then that leads to you being able to get even further ahead because you're more relaxed and more focused and less like frantic. When is your Halloween candy gone by? Do you still have some nearly two months later? This is a community poll I asked. This was today's, and it's December 15th as of filming this. This will go up on the 17th. Hey, episode 17 on the 17th of December. Most people said they don't get Halloween candy. They don't get any. 56% of people don't even celebrate Halloween, apparently. I guess that's mostly an American thing. 12% still have some. That's good. Not everyone is morbidly obese. Do not eat your whole bag of candy in two days, people. Have you ever taken part in a TikTok trend? Thankfully, then this puts a lot of faith back in the world for me. 85% of people have never taken part in a TikTok trend. They have never done the Fortnite dance with their uh, filming, their, you know, yeah, I'm very proud of you, internet. Is Fortnite cringe in 2023? Speaking of Fortnite dances, I apparently forgot to put yes or no, uh, nee. Yeah, I, I can speak words, guys. I figured out that in my yes or no community polls, there's this thing called an image poll, and it gets more votes if you have an image. So basically, I have a great green check mark for yes and a red X for no. So even though it, the answers are option one and option two, because I apparently forgot to write yes or no, it still is conveyed in the questions. And apparently 60% of people do not think Fortnite is cringe in 2023. Is everyone that responded to this nine years old? Do you buy gems and coins in the games you play? Apparently, 50% of people only do it sometimes. 38% of people never do it. So, pretty sort of kind of balanced. Would you rather pay $50 one time for an app you use daily or $5 a month indefinitely? Apparently, 7% of people aren't very smart because they picked five dollars every month. These are the people that will not go very far in life because there's math, right? If you use it every single day and you have to pay five dollars indefinitely, it only takes 10 months to where you're paying more money than you would otherwise. 93% of people picked $50 one time. Unfortunately, most apps are, or not most apps, a lot of the good apps are still by the app outright versions. You know, you buy Bartender three, Bartender 4, Bartender 5. That's a Mac app for your menu bar. I'll link it below. It's a great app. You still have to pay over time if you want to upgrade your version, but at least once you buy that app, you own that version of the app forever and can use it as long as your computer will run it, which is a very, very long time. A lot of 
things are subscription nowadays. Speaking of subscription, become a channel member, but not everything has to be. An app doesn't have to be a subscription. And frankly, if an app is a subscription, as far as I am concerned as a user, that app does not exist. How many different YouTubers do you watch? Shorts do not count. Less than 20 YouTubers was the result. And this is one of the ones we talked about last week, but 51% of people said less than 20 YouTubers. Not very much. I watch a lot of YouTubers, and I guess I'll recommend a few. Uh, Colin First, very good. I'm very into his tunnel series that he's doing. Um, you've got uh, Casey Neistat, very good. I've recently been binging his daily vlog from eight years ago. That's a great, real bit of content to watch that isn't all, you know, Mr. Beastie, not all overstimulation. There's so many different niches to watch content in. There's great Final Cut Pro YouTubers. Matthew O'Brien is very good. He has makes good Final Cut Pro videos if you're into that. There's Vsauce, of course. Vsauce Michael here. I was at the dentist on Monday, and there's this one video where Vsauce pulls uh, like cheese out of his shirt and then starts talking about it because it relates to what he was saying, you know, funny Vsauce stuff. And I was thinking of that when I was getting my teeth cleaned and I just had, I had to try with every ounce of willpower I possess not to laugh for like a 10 minute period just thinking about Vsauce holding a slice of cheese. And, you know, it's not always something that will make you like chuckle like that, but your brain likes to pick these circumstances where it's best not to just burst into laughter for no reason. You know, you'd look like a sociopath. But anyway, when actually when I started my Minecraft videos, I had my skin as Vsauce. So I got millions of subscribers as a YouTube, I'm not millions of subscribers, I wish, millions of views as a YouTuber with a Vsauce Michael skin because I thought it was funny. And if you're into over specific facts about random things, it's very interesting. Check out Technology Connections. He makes very great videos. I watch all of them. You know, I first found his video through his 48 minute video about a dishwasher. I think I started watching that video and I was like, my gosh, this guy really goes into detail. He is so devoted to his accuracy and description. Anyway, and every week I do a Mac tip of the week and a thing of the week, an item that has sort of helped me or I've used throughout the week that has made my experience better. And this week, that item, that thing is going to be my XNM Creations cutting mat. Recently, I found some wood in the mountains that was like, um, not plywood, but um, the two by fours and other pieces. And I sanded some of it here at my table on my cutting mat. That way it would not damage my dining room table that I have in my bedroom. I am a normal person, as you can tell, but this dining room table is a cheap one. It has a terrible finish. And this cutting mat is not only super durable, but it just protects my table when I'm doing such projects. That's why I bought it. I have a 23 by 35 inch model. There's also centimeters on the other side. Very helpful. I really like it. In my earlier tech videos, I had it as my background, but I realized that just all black was kind of boring. That's why I took it away. And my table has gained some damage from that, but it's whatever. And the Mac tip this week, not necessarily only a Mac tip, but you can use it when you're on your Mac. I found this myself by accident, just when I was preparing to film this podcast. This is a very specific tip. If you ever use YouTube advanced mode analytics, that's where you can go in and say subscribers gained, subscribers lost in a certain time frame. This will be very helpful. You can create web bookmarks to any preset. If you go in and you change all the different parameters, add different things, want to look at say sort subscribers gain subscribers loss by date and sort weekly over the last 365 days and that's a lot of different parameters and if you didn't set a bookmark to that you would have to enter that manually every single time you want to see that information and this 
it's a bookmark. Very handy, and I'll be doing it with a bunch more different combinations of stats, but this is the only one I have so far because I just figured it out moments ago. This can be applied to other websites, I'm sure. Anything with settings, anything with different things you want to see, like dashboards and sorted things, as long as the website is built right. I've worked on building my bookmarks in a way that is useful to me, and I've gotten a lot better at it. Still, it's a mess. The ones that I don't use regularly are a mess, but the bookmarks I use frequently are not a mess. And that's where I am at the moment, where in the past, I didn't even use bookmarks because my bookmarks were so terrible that it was more time than it was worth to use them. That's it for this week, the episode that no one will watch, or maybe eventually someone will watch it. There is people watching. I've actually noticed more viewers that are regularly watching the podcast, even though the views on each episode are going down because more scallop people aren't subscribing. You know, there's more watch time than there was. So thank you if you're still watching. And comment on YouTube because... I only know if you watched, if you comment. See you guys next week for another episode.